the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. All right, folks. Welcome to San Diego Automobile Museum Hour right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. This hour is brought to you by King Ampur. He is the king when it comes to you getting into an accident with a motorcycle, car, truck, RV, anything that drives down the road. Attorney King can help you out. He has been doing this for more years than I care to admit, and he has been highly rewarded by the San Diego Union-Tribune Reader's Poll. He just knocks it out of the park when it comes to helping uh, motorcycles, cars, trucks, RVs, you name it. He is the man. You can call him at 619-333-3333. You can't miss it. He's all over Southern California, and he works really, really hard. I was over at his office the other day, and I'm telling you, the people that were coming in, I mean, his staff is so kind, considerate. They listen. I mean, their consultation process is probably by far the best I've ever seen, and I've been around a long time. So if you ever get yourself in a situation, whether it be a fender bender or a full-blown major accident, don't make another move until you call the king. 619-333-3333. And another great thing about the king is he supports the community probably better than anybody I have seen. If there's anybody in need, whether it be a charity or a museum or a car club or a car show, he's right there. So go where you can get taken care of just like family. 619-333-3333. All right. Hey, we got Lenny on the line. Hey, bud, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you today? You on the golf course? <laughs> no, I was up at the Steve McQueen uh, uh, car show. Oh, that's right. And they always do it on Sunday. I hate that when they do that. Yeah, yeah, they, but you know what? It's a, a great turnout, oh. uh, you know, and it's helping the Boys Republic there. So, you know, go out there and help them and support all their endeavors there. It was, it was a nice event. Well, and a lot of people don't realize that that's where, you know, he he basically was brought up. Yep. You know, and, 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 and you know, so he really, really supports that museum. And I think every year they have a massive car show. And then all the proceeds go to keeping that uh, that camp alive and well for all those uh, d- deserving children. Yeah, yeah. Last night they had a um, a great dinner, and the culinary arts uh, students there uh, prepared the meals and served them. And uh, there was a great live auction and everything, all supporting the Boys Republic there, you know. And I just thought it would be good if the San Diego Automotive Museum went out there and helped support them. Well, absolutely, and that's what uh, the San Diego Automotive Museum's all about. And, folks, you can find out a whole lot more just by going to their website. Who knows? Maybe you'll see something in the calendar that uh, that will catch your fancy. 
and giving back to a local museum, nothing, nothing better. You can donate money. You can donate cars. You can donate property, boats, airplanes. Might even be able to donate one of the kids if you don't like him anyway. No, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. You can yeah. use them, but I don't think they'll take it. But no, I yeah. and, and I think that's what's really, really amazing about the San Diego Automotive Museum. And if, folks, if you have not been, say, in the last, what would you say, Lenny, five years? Oh, man, gosh, if you haven't been there in the last three years, you it's, need to get down there. And that's during the pandemic, folks, here to tell you. Yeah. Now, granted, they were closed during the pandemic, but they weren't just sitting around waiting for the pandemic to go away so they could open their doors. They took their time and they utilized it and turned that uh, museum into a showpiece. When you've got other museums talking about you guys, you know, that's when you get your peers talking, that's that's really, really, really awesome. Yeah, no, it's been it's been a tremendous transformation, and you know you, you hit the nail on the head on that one. Uh, people are are talking about it. it's no longer. Oh, we have an automotive museum in San Diego. No, they, they know who we are. They're coming in now, and um, you know the staff and I take pride in what we do, and we want to make sure all the guests that come in have um, a very good museum experience and have great cars to look at. Yeah. Well, and and I'm glad you said that, too, because, you know, a lot of times, you know, when I used to I I do it all the time, I'll I'll go to a car show or I'll have some hot rodders coming on KUSI. I ask them all the time, hey, guys, you've been to the museum and it used to be we have a museum. I go, yeah, Mm -hmm. we have a museum. You got to go check it out now. It's like, oh my gosh, yeah, I was there last week. I was there a month ago. It's amazing, you know. And and I think the word, you know, it's, it's it's a slow roll, but I think the word with the hard work that you're doing and the staff that you have and the the volunteers and and the docents, I think the, I think the word is actually getting out. Wouldn't you say? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's 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 great now that when I go to shows, yeah, you know, I. It's weird for me. I get recognized now when I am go out to the car. Oh, you're, you're Lenny with the San Diego Automotive Museum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, um, when are you going to get this car or that car? And I'm actually, Dave, you're not going to believe this. I have people calling me now asking if I could put their car in the museum. Wow. Trying to justify why their car belongs in our museum. Sure. And that never happened before. So I got, um, so I got to tell you, I was back in Plano, Texas at the Toyota headquarters and they've got a an auto museum it's not really big they're they're trying to figure out another way to expand it but when i told them i was from san diego they mentioned the auto the automotive museum they said wow that museum you know has really taken off in the last couple of years and i went you're in plano texas and you know about the san diego (laughs) automotive museum but you know, museum yeah. people are museum people are museum people, and every all you guys are in a very small, you know, niche when it comes to you know, you know, entertaining the public, and for you to be noticed, you know, at Toyota headquarters, which which I thought was absolutely amazing. Yeah, no, I mean, we've been blessed. You know, uh, it's been a long journey with COVID and everything, but sure. I, I tell people, you know, as bad as COVID is, it, it was the best thing that ever happened to the San Diego Automotive Museum because it gave us an opportunity to really analyze what we wanted to be as we emerged from it. And, 
you know, we're just barely scratching the surface on where we're where we're headed. Well, yeah, we that I was going to agree with you one hundred percent. I mean, because your your vision is so much larger than anybody else that sits in your chair has ever had. You know, sometimes the people from the past, not taking anything away from them personally, they just don't seem to. They just didn't seem to have the vision that that you have. And when when they ran into obstacles, they gave up. You yep. do, you don't give up. You just figure out another way to get to where you need to be. You know, you may not go. I mean, if you can't go through it, you can't go over it. You'll go around it, but you'll figure yep. out a way. And you do it with a smile. I don't think yeah. I've ever seen you upset. And and tell me you haven't run into obstacles. Oh, my gosh. There's obstacles all the time. <laughs> uh, you know, and I, I tell staff this. Look, we're all, we've all got to be like ducks on a pond. We've got to look calm even though we're stressed under the water and under the surface <laughs> where people can't see us. You know, you just got to carry yourself that way. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, yeah, and, and there's times where I get home and I vent to my wife and I'm like, oh, my gosh. But, you know, I'm blessed to have a great wife that uh, gives me great advice that yeah. when I'm at home. And, you know, she says, hey, what about this? And so we make a good team that way. Sure. Well, um, and you got some kids that don't hurt. I mean, that don't hurt either because, I mean, your kids are vocal as well because they're just as immersed in this auto museum as you are. Hey, we're going to take a quick break when we come back. Uh, let's find out some more things going on. I don't know. Did we give away the Mustang yet? We'll find out when we come back. This is San Diego Automotive Museum Hour right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to San Diego Automotive Museum Hour right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. This uh, show is brought to you by Attorney King, where he'll take care of all of your uh Legal matters, if you're involved in a motorcycle, car, truck, RV, you name it, if it's got wheels and a motor, and you get into a situation from a minor fender bender to a massive accident, the king is here for you. Just think of him as family. 619-333-3333. Tell him you heard it right here on the radio. And and, and thank him for supporting San Diego Auto Museum Hour because, you know, without him, you know, I'd be talking to myself. Hey, we got Lenny on the line. Uh, have you left the Steve McQueen uh, show, or are you on the road yet? Uh, no, you know, uh, we left about a half hour ago, oh, okay. and uh, c- crazily, it, um, my daughter is um, out here. Some I don't know exactly what part of I'm in, but close to Chino's, and she just made it to the championship game, so we made a pullover for her. Oh, all right. Well, that's good. So fantastic yeah. there. Hey, have you given away that Mustang yet? You know, we did have the raffle, but we didn't sell enough tickets to let it go, so uh, oh. we still have possession of it. But let me ask you this, because I've been uh, I've been thinking about it. I have a West Coast Customs uh, Carol Shelby Mustang that they did together in collaboration, and the owner is uh, contemplating allowing us to raffle that car off. Whoa, West Coast yeah. Customs! How cool is? Have you seen the car? Yeah, it's actually, it was in the museum, and now it's down at our storage facility. We have possession of it. It's one of four cars made. Uh, so Carol Shelby had a West Coast Customs collaboration. One of them was done at Shelby America. The other three were done at West Coast Customs. And so the one we have is the one that comes from uh, 
Shelby America, so it's at, uh, you know the true Shelby. Right. And then and then the other three, uh, Ryan and his guys put down there, and I was with Ryan about two weeks ago, and he was saying that that was the one car he regrets having let slip through his fingers. <laughs> um, so we're yeah we're thinking about we're thinking about rafting that one off next. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, w- I would too. My goodness, I mean, I mean, the the Mustang you've got in storage right now, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But I guarantee you, the Shelby Mustang is not a V6. Oh no, that thing's <laughs> awesome. It's actually a. I know, I know the the, I, the lady that's got the trademark for Eleanor, but it's an Eleanor S um, setup. Um, so yeah, I think I'm thinking we're gonna set that one up for a wrap. We just got to figure out what the uh, minimum is going to be so that uh, if we do let it go, the person that's helping with the museum, you know, we get a good donation for him. Oh, yeah, without without a shadow of a doubt. And isn't it interesting people are coming to you with these ideas to help the museum? Isn't that amazing? Oh, oh it's great. It's so great. I've been saying since day one, there's not a better community than the car community. Yeah. Um, they're the nicest people. Uh, they come and support things. They show up in droves. Um, absolutely blessed to um, have met everybody I've met in the last couple of years uh, running this museum. Um, they're just fantastic people. Well, and I can tell you, since I've been involved with the museum since day one, you know, it, it's it's you and your staff. I have to tell you, if it hadn't been for you and your staff, I don't think the museum would be where it's at today. You know, and the board of directors and all of the volunteers and all the dozens. I know I keep saying it and I sound like I'm beating a dead horse, but they deserve a lot, a lot of credit because you couldn't do it alone. You have to do it with a team. And I look at the Automotive Museum today like a football or a baseball team. There's football teams and baseball teams out there all over the place, but if the combination's not right, they're never going to win. And you're on a winning track. I mean, you know it, and I know it. I mean, you get you're getting donations, you're getting support from this. You know, you're hardly getting any static from the city. You know, when you want to do something, because they know what you're trying to do is the right thing, and you follow rules and regulations. Yeah, yeah, we, you know, the city's been really good to us and making sure that we have the support that we need. Um, to be able to raise money at our fundraisers and stuff. Sure. Uh, you know, and they're all, you know, uh, you know, they're, they're city folks, so it always takes a little bit longer than I wish. But, you know, <laughs> they're always, they're always solution-oriented with me. Right. And, and that's what I like. Um, you know, it's not like where they go, oh, you can't do this, you can't do that. They're like, hey, like, you know, we know you want to do plan A, but, you know, maybe you can do plan B or C. And, all right, cool, let's make it work. Yeah. Because they don't have to bring up B and C. All they have, they could very easily just say no. Oh yeah, absolutely they could. But uh, I think I think you know the first segment that we were talking is it's how you approach it, right? Right. Uh, and and I'm you know I'm a car guy, so I like to think of myself as somewhat nice, like everybody else. And you know, hey, I'm not going to let you stress me out. I'm gonna I'm gonna work it out. And right. We have a big gala coming out October eighth. Uh, Sugar Ray's playing for us. Wow. We have fifty tables, and I'm going to tell you right now. I think I think I've got one table left to sell. You're kidding? Uh, no, I'm not. I, I, I'm, I'm meeting with the team on Monday to see if we can squeeze in like five to ten more tables so that we can keep inviting people in there. I mean, wow. it's a great event you were there last year. Oh, and you can and you can bet I will be there this year as well. Uh, 
I mean, it's and, and I mean, and that was such a successful event, and that was your first one. And then really, we didn't really know how successful you were going to be. But I mean, you had people coming out of the woodwork, Don Perdome, uh, mm-hmm. Mark Lewick. I mean, you had local car guys that you know who would have thought and it was such a great great event and i was talking to paul rudy and lauren finney because you had them emceeing it and she emceed it last year pregnant and they're already looking forward to doing it again so yeah no it's gonna be and i got a sneaky feeling you're gonna make it bigger this year than you did last year oh absolutely you know i got a few tricks up my sleeve so yeah. people who can, who can come find the hot ticket um definitely want to come and, and have a great time because uh, it's not just those stuffy galas right we got to get dressed up and have a dinner that you know, may or may not like this is a party oh. um with great food great people great music um and cars to look at yeah so, oh i was gonna say the food was i mean it was no rubber chicken gala i mean it was it was very good food and i've said this more than once i was not happy when they took all the parking spaces away from the front of the auto museum but by removing them and putting that promenade if you want to call it that i think it actually enhances the look of the museum don't you think oh i think so too you know and yeah it it, it was not fun having a uh, what was it 114 spaces taken away right um but that space is so much more beautiful it's more usable yeah and it does it brings character to the front of our museum and I think it's been a win-win for us. Yeah, w- w- without without a shadow of a doubt. And I know you're you're you know the the gala is right around the corner. It's coming up, but I got a sneaky feeling you got some other things up your sleeve between now and then. What do you got? Yeah, we've got uh, we've got our new kids area. We're reimagining the kids area, so we're hoping to roll that out uh, the first week of July, if not the last week of June. So. Uh, that's going to be really good. We're not going to be tucked in that little corner like we were before. Mm. We're really putting some thought behind this. You know, I'm an educator first. I, I worked with kids for 20 years before I came to the museum, and what we had before, it was not something that I would be proud of. No. So we're going to make something that's absolutely awesome. It's a Lego ramp for the kids to be able to build Legos with a timer and uh, a official start. We'll have, like, the best of times and all that kind of stuff. And then uh, an engine that they can crank and see how it works. Uh, it's just really going to be a cool little kids' corner. And then we've got, you know, we're fully funded, and the drawings are at the city for our new library. So we'll be doing that, and I'm hoping to have that ready for October. But uh, you know how the city works with permitting and having to go back and forth with the architect. Right. That'll probably be uh, October, November ish. But uh, we'll see. Uh, that's it's going to be great. Uh, just another thing at the museum that's an enhancement for people to come and see. So, how much larger will the museum be once it, the new one is completed versus the old one? Oh, well, when we do the expansion, it's going to go from twenty-four. Let's see, uh, twenty-four, twenty-six thousand square feet to fifty-two thousand oh. square feet. So it's almost doubling. Because we're going to have that out, outdoor entertainment space that's going to have great views oh. of uh, downtown and the rest of Balboa Park. And, um, you know, right now we just we just kicked that off. And if people want to come in, there's naming opportunities uh, for the different uh, spaces. 
we're even uh, considering the the renaming of our organization from the you know, just the San Diego Automotive Museum to the San Diego Automotive Museum. Insert your name here, Gallery. <laughs> really? And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So if someone wants to, and it's a twenty million dollar project, and if we can get the first ten million, we'll go to work on it. Wow. So hopefully you're going to reach out to all the car dealers in town because I mean, let's face it. You know, you're the history of all those car dealers. So I'm sure you're going to be working on that as well. And there's still, you know, you know, car dealerships here in town. You know, I'm sure they'll be more than happy to to help out, you know, make that dream come true. Because, again, it's all about the kids. And I think that's another asset you bring to the table that other, you know, folks maybe don't. And the fact is you have worked with kids most of your career and you understand the value of it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 25 years, or 20 with the Y and five with Promises to Kids. And, sure. Uh, you know, right now uh, we, we've launched our vocational education program, um, Voc-Ed Academy. It's targeting at-risk youth living at or below the poverty line. And what we're doing is giving them the opportunity. We see ourselves as the conduit of opportunities. And, you know, if a kid shows uh, interest in being a mechanic, well, We'll, we'll get them linked up to the right people, give them a mentor. Sure. And, and that kind of stuff, if, they, if they're, you know, design, they're artistic. Uh, Nissan North America there in La Jolla has um, stepped up to say, hey, we'll, we'll help teach some of that curriculum about design and clay modeling mm-hmm. and going through the process. Uh, if they want to be a shop owner, you know, Ray Brock, who, who was a shop owner and built engines, and, you know, they'll, they'll mentor him to, to go through that. You know, if they want to be uh, a radio uh, personality talking about cars, I'm sure I can rope you into oh. helping them out. <laughs> Without <laughs> a know? shadow of a doubt. And and we can talk about service advisors. We can talk about parts yeah. people. We can even talk about car salesmen because, you know, that there again, there's good money in that. I mean, technicians okay. make six digits. So, I mean, and if you love cars, you know, and the training and, you know, and dealerships, I'm telling you, dealerships and independent repair shops are always looking for young kids that are enthusiastic, want to work and want to learn about cars. Hey, hold that phone there for a second, guy. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to San Diego Automotive Museum Hour brought to you by the King on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back to San Diego Air. San Diego Automotive Museum Hour right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Uh, this show is brought to you by the King, Attorney King, like King Al- Amanpour, who is your number one go-to if you get in a car accident, motorcycle accident, RV, truck, minor to major. Nobody will take care of you better than the king he's been doing this for more years than i care to admit he has gotten more awards for customer service and getting you the most money you deserve out of a situation that you did not cause he is absolutely amazing all you have to do is call him at 619-333-3333 they'll set down a consultation he covers the county san diego la orange irvine temecula bakersfield san bernardino riverside north county I mean, if you're visiting out of town and you get yourself into a situation, he can take care of you as well. 
So whenever you get into a situation, don't make a move until you talk to Attorney King. Cars, motorcycles, you name it, he can take care of it. If it's a, got wheels and a motor, call 619-333-3333. Talking to Lenny from the San Diego Automotive Museum. Lenny is the CEO, and he's the magician at the other end of uh, the museum, and he's putting this place on the map like nobody's business. So uh, I didn't realize you've got the uh, the school basically going or the mentoring program going. Uh, so we're going to have to get together and work on you know getting me down there and helping out. Mm-hmm. And, and so, folks, Absolutely. if anybody's listening, how, how would they get their kids involved? And, and what's the age group? Yeah, so we're, we're targeting high school students. Okay. Uh, so, <clears throat> interestingly, I, so I hired a um, – or got a grant from the Prevost Foundation who funded a education manager for us for one year so we can develop the curriculum. Mm-hmm. And through its development, uh, we just – manager came to me and was like hey here's what i'm thinking i was like that's great do you think the teens will do it and she kind of looked at me and said why don't we get a committee so right now if you have a uh, a high school student that you would like to kind of pilot our program and give us feedback as we go and do this uh, we would love for them to uh, reach out to the museum uh, get myself or my uh my number is 619-398 0301 and uh we'll get you in touch with the right person would love to get 10 kids that want to be a part of this so what we're going to do is during the summer we'll actually do auto shop where you know they only have five auto shops in san diego unified now but we'll actually uh do that at our national city property and also with uh morris high school in conjunction with morris high school and then uh during the school year we're going to take them on field trips uh-huh. Take them to the NHRA race. You know, let them see the pits. Right. You know, Don has already said, like, hey, yeah, you want to get a group in there? I'll make the I'll make the introductions for you. Um, go see that race. Let them feel that car just pound your chest when they leave the green light. You know, take them down to Barona. Watch the races down there. Um, go to go to SEMA. Let them see the industry. Right. Um, so that's really what we're going to be doing for nine months out of the year is, is once a month we're going to take them on field trips and kind of spark that excitement in the car industry and as they they show an amplitude to whatever it is we're going to get them the mentor that will help them get to where they want to go and so kids that complete our program uh will have literally the tools whether it be software for design or you know snap-on tools for doing work on cars Mm -hmm. they're going to have what they need uh, to start their business uh, or get into the workforce. Well, without a doubt. And, you know, a little road trip you might want to take a look at one day is McPherson College out in Kansas. Oh, yeah. They're the only four-year credited restoration college, which is insane. Why there's only one is beyond me. And I think that would be a real eye-opener for you and your team to go out and check check the college out and you know maybe get some ideas who knows maybe even get us you know a smaller uh school down here to take part of it in conjunction with uh, the auto museum yeah absolutely i'm always looking for partners to work with um and i tell everybody look it's got to work both ways right we want to benefit you you want to benefit us and uh it's got to be a great relationship um and 
people have been stepping up out of the woodwork. Like I didn't even think they would want to be involved. I had a bank call. So I heard about your program. And if you're going to be targeting at-risk youth living in the of the poverty line and they have access to these six-figure jobs, they should probably know what to do with their paycheck when they get it. And they're going to teach uh, financial literacy. Really? And, yeah, they're going to step up and help and do that. So so many things that are just making this program. Uh, we're going to try to be launching it officially, officially in January. But we uh, got a call from the La Jolla Concourse, and they said they wanted some junior judges. And I was like, oh, this is great. Let's get some of our kids that we have down there. Sure. And then experiment. And let's see. And, you know, we sent kids down there and made some videos and they, uh, we asked them if they had the, the uniform they needed. They were supposed to wear khakis, a white shirt, dress shirt, and a blazer. And then they would supply the tie. Well, unanimously, those kids didn't have uh, a, a dress shirt or a blazer. And so we had a, a, a company, UBS, step up and fund the shirts and the blazers and got the right sizes. I mean, these kids wow. never put on a suit before. They're putting a suit on. They're going to look at the La Jolla Concourse. They're being judges. And the video that we took of them in the beginning, they're kind of shy and, and you know, not knowing what they're getting into. And at the end of the day, the, the exit interviews that we were doing with them, I mean, they already had the sense of confidence and that they belonged there. And this whole world that they didn't even know existed was now at their fingertips. And after that event, I looked at the staff and I said, and that's why we're going to do this is because just look at what we did today. Can you imagine if this was something we did every day for the next until time ends, right? Yeah. And the lives that we can impact, um, we're going to do something. I don't see other museums doing this. You know, this is something that uh, I think is unique to us. And yeah. Very well, very well could go national. You know, I, I really do. I think we're getting ready to create a national program here. And uh, we're very excited to be doing it. I totally agree. And another area is automotive journalism. Whether oh, you want to yeah. Yeah, be a writer, a photographer. Like I just came back from, uh, you know, like I said, Plano, Texas. And I got to tell you, the average age of journalists today, they're in their late 20s, early 30s. And they're writing, and they're blogging, and they're they're doing YouTube, and you know they're doing quite well. They're actually making a living at it. They're going on five star trips. They're driving everything under the sun. So you know that's another area, and we have some groups right here, Motor Press Guild out of L.A. I'm sure would be supportive. There's a lot of top notch writers that I know that write for either Motor Trend or some of the other high end. Uh, then, of course, there's, you know, all your reality TV shows like, you know, you know, the guys from West Coast Customs, you know, if they came in, you know, Dave Kindig, I know Dave real well, he would come in and speak. And and you're right. Once you expose these kids to these opportunities, because when I was little, you know, there were journalists, but no one ever showed me how to get into it. I didn't know anything about it. And there, I don't want that to happen to kids today. If they have an opportunity and the museum is such a great tool to make that happen. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it, it's just something that, to, you know, spoke to me, spoke to the board and um, what a better, better way to spend your time than to enrich in the lives of others. And it's great when people come into our museum. And I think I've told you this from day one, you know, I want to have an awesome museum experience when you come in, but right. 
I don't want to be just inside those four walls. I want to be out in the community. I want to be changing lives and, and, and kids, and I want to have a good education So, uh, for kids in the automotive industry. Uh, my education manager, you know, she just finished writing a curriculum for uh, schools can call us and they can come and do a field trip and we'll, you know, we'll teach the STEM through the skies learning, working with, uh, you know, the cars and stuff inside the museum, mm-hmm. or we've created the packets where, you know, you're, well, for whatever reason, if your school doesn't allow the field trips, then we can send everything to you or we can bring staff out to you and, and run it for you. Um, really trying to ingrain ourselves in the community. We, we don't want to be a museum that's stuck in our four walls. We want to have great walls for you to come and visit, but we want to go and be entrenched in the community. As a prime example, I'm all the way up in Juno Hills with uh, the Steve McQueen show and uh, supporting supporting the, the car community as a whole. Sure. Oh, w- without a shadow of a doubt. And, you know, like I said, that's one thing about you, even if gas prices are over six dollars you're going here there and everywhere with with you know no thought about anything other than trying to give back trying to expose the museum to the general public and and especially kids because you're right the kids are everything no absolutely um it's going to be crazy my wife and i were talking about this is uh are our kids going to drive Right? Is this going to be a loss with, with autonomous driving? I, my daughter's five, you know, so, you know, in 10 years. And I'm like, yeah, it'll still be around. But, man, things are going to look so much different. And they already do from 10 years ago now. And uh, it's going to be transformative. And it's important that the museum keeps uh, the story alive of how uh, society impacts the cars and cars impact society. So. Well, in the museum, somebody needs to be on the cutting edge of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because there's no schools in town that really, you know, emphasize that. And unless you go to school there and there's a curriculum or there's a program where you at the automotive museum, you have no boundaries. You know, you're not stuck to a an area where the kids can only go to that school. I mean, the museum is wide open. So the key for you and I and the rest of your team is exposing these kids. You know, I wish they, we used back when I was in school, we used to remember, we used to have those, uh, you get everybody in the auditorium and you do a presentation and let them know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I yeah. would love to see that come back. Yeah, absolutely. And we're, that's, that's where we're headed. Is- yeah. Letting people know, you know, hey, we can come to you. We can do presentations. Um, I'm really excited right now that the high schools are, now that COVID's uh, simmering down for them, they're preparing for us to be able to go onto campuses and talk about the inter- internship opportunities wow. that we have for kids at our at our museum. I mean, they want to come in and help us do our, our social media. We need help. Let's get a high school student in there doing it. Uh, cataloging all our archives and learning that and you know all the things we've got going on we definitely have internship opportunities for uh for kids to come in sure we have yeah give a little shout out to gabe our volunteer um started off as a summer intern last summer and uh when he was done he says hey can i can i volunteer during the school year on saturdays absolutely gabe love to have you and uh his dad said, hey, we're going on a fishing trip. And he said, sorry, Dad, 
I have uh, my obligations at the ten year automotive museum. <laughs> I'm gonna have to skip out on that fishing trip. I was blown away that the sixteen year old kid, you know, here he is, committed to the museum, making sure that he comes in because he gets to talk to people from out of state, wow. out of Diego, and talk about the cars that he loves. And during the summer, he would make sure that any of the cars that were, you know, leaking and dripping oil or any of their other uh, liquids, you know, they would get underneath, he'd get underneath there and make sure the drip pan was there and right. point it out. And he would, he'd go down to the restoration when the car got down there and he would figure out what the problem was and help the, the volunteers repair it. Wow. That's amazing. Wow. That is amazing. Well, see, and yeah, that's absolutely. just it. You got so many great stories, you know that people don't know anything about and and like i said can't thank attorney king for for supporting you and the show so we can get the word out you know if you listen to the show on a regular basis it's only on once a month it's it's usually the first uh sunday of the month but unfortunately i was out of town and i had to move it to the second but we're going to do a whole lot more uh lenny don't touch that dial we've got one more segment with you folks this is the san diego automotive museum hour Right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You are listening to FM 96.1 AM 1170. This is The Answer. And you're listening to the San Diego Automotive Museum Radio Hour, brought to you by Attorney King. Attorney King is your one-stop shop for any type of an accident you may have gotten into with a car, motorcycle, bus, truck, you name it. If you get into a situation, they are the first people you should call for good, solid advice. He takes extremely good care of his customers. You can call him at 619-333-3333. Uh, he takes care of everybody. And I'm telling you, good quality service gets you more than you would expect back from a, a situation that maybe you had nothing to do with. Uh, the King is amazing. He gives back to the community like nobody I have ever seen. He is totally engrossed in San Diego, and he constantly wants to give back. And nothing makes him happier than a happy customer. So if you get into a situation and you don't know where to go, call Attorney King at 619-333-3333. Tell him you heard it right here on San Diego Auto Museum Hour and tell him thank you very much. He, you guys really appreciate it. We got Lenny on the line, and Lenny and I have been chatting for, oh, 45 minutes, 50 minutes. And, you know, Lenny, it's the future is our youth. And, you know, we keep talking about it, and we keep talking about it. You know, a lot of people just, it's kind of lip service. And when you first came in, you had some great ideas, and, and now they're coming to fruition. So when you say you have a game plan or you have an idea – you know, there's a good chance it's going to happen in a very short period of time. Yeah, right. Uh, that that's just how it ha- has to happen. You know, if if you're going to say you're going to do something, do it. Yeah, they see you coming and they go, "Ah, oh, geez, here comes Lenny." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to be careful what I say sometimes now because the staff goes so quick. That's great. Um, <laughs> I was uh, talking with the board this. Um, this past uh, month, we were sitting down looking at all the things that we have accomplished. And one of the board members who has been on, oh gosh, been on the board a little over 10 years said, uh, I think we've accomplished more in the last year than we have in the last 10 years wow. at the museum. 
and they're so proud of it. And uh, we're, we're really cranking. We're doing things. Uh, and I, I invite everybody, if you haven't come down to the San Diego Automotive Museum, I don't know what you're waiting for. Come on down. See what we have going on. Every month we have at least one new car for people to come and see. Usually two cars. We're constantly rotating, telling stories um, that matter in San Diego and in the auto industry. Right now we're talking about alternative fuels, and it's not just about electric cars right now. You don't, you're not going to see a Tesla or any of the new stuff. It's that that technology has been around for years. Sure. It's just more efficient now. And so, you know, the first car was a steam car. Mm-hmm. Uh, the combustible engine uh, was popular and, and, and efficient, and it ended up being what the you know the populist choice there. But uh, this is not new technology to be afraid of, um, and it's going to be here. And come learn why, learn learn, learn the history of it. Well, and, and, and you're at, you're absolutely right, and you don't have to be a gearhead to enjoy the history of the automobile. And you're right. Uh, a funny tidbit: Henry Ford's wife refused to drive in a Model T because it was smelly and it made too much noise, and she was driving an electric car. And this is back in the day when electric cars didn't have a lot of range and you know didn't have a lot of battery technology. But those are the things you'll learn at the museum, plus the library, plus the second largest motorcycle display on the on the West Coast. Uh, you can get involved. That's one thing about this museum. You know, they won't turn you down. If you want to help out, whether it be an hour to a week, whether it be in a restoration department, library, I mean, docents, you know, and it's it's endless because you're always looking for people to help you guys fulfill the dream is really what it amounts to. Yeah, absolutely. You know, many hands make light work. And if we can get more volunteers involved, engaged in the community, engaged with our youth and, and everything that we're doing. We need ambassadors to go to car shows. Uh, we need we need people down at restoration, making sure that the cars uh, are operable. And that's one thing that we take a lot of pride in is all the cars that the museum owns, and we own just over 40 of them now, um, they can all be driven. And if they come to the museum and they sit for a while and they and they come back and, and they're not starting and, and they're not functioning properly, we take the time to, to put them back together and fix mm-hmm. whatever's wrong. It, it's definitely pride of ownership. We definitely don't want to have, you know, this this shell of a thing sitting there. Uh, our cars run, and, and we're proud of that. And we need volunteers to come and make sure that that can continue. Uh, you know, we really want to be a place for all of San Diegans to come, enjoy, learn, and just have a lot of fun. So uh, I understand you've got a Cars and Coffee. and yes, Cars and Coffee. How's that working out? You know, we're, we're now averaging just north of 100 cars every third Sunday. <laughs> Where are you putting them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know that parking lot that they didn't take away? <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, you know, it's really important, too, for us that that's organic. Um, We just supply the donuts and the coffee. It's not really about, uh, I mean, we do promote the museum, but really it's about allowing car enthusiasts to come together, talk about cars, share each other's enthusiasm for it. And, you know, I love just going around and talking to people and learning about their cars. So 
you know, if you're not doing much on a Sunday morning, come on down, get some great coffee, some great donuts. Uh, it's sponsored by uh, Geico, and um, it's just a great event. Sometimes we have up, upwards to 150 people. Jeez. Uh, or 150 cars, so it's about 300 people. And uh, and the museum is open early. We open, uh, it's $10 before 10 o'clock if you want to come in on the third Sunday of the month. Mm-hmm. And then we have on Saturday next week, we're having our garage sale. So, um, oh. What time? Because I'm, I'm, comf- uh, I'm flying in from Alaska. And <laughs> I know I'm going to, well, it's probably just as well I miss it, but I... What time is it? Maybe I can go there after the I get off the plane. Well, it's six thirty to ten in the morning. Um, you know, like a good grocery. And you, you know, a lot of people ask me, you know, hey, what is it that you do with all the things that get donated there? Um, you know, when when people donate, and they can donate uh, uh, old magazines, uh, books, uh, emblems, you, you name it. Donate it to the museum, models, what what have yeah. you, and or Hot Wheels. And if it's not something that enhances our collection, because maybe we already have one or two of them, uh, this is an opportunity for us to raise money so that we can continue doing the work that we want to do and the impact that we want to make. Um, or maybe it's something that, that somebody's donated and um, it just, you know, it, it make more better garage art for somebody or something like that. So we have some things that uh, we're gonna, getting rid of and hopefully make some income so that we can further our mission. Um, and, and we're not selling any cars this time. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, if, if you have a car in your driveway and you're thinking, my gosh, I don't know when I'm going to get to this, if ever, and you want us to come and pick it up, we're happy to do that. You can donate it to the museum, and odds are we'll either uh, give it to one of our kids to fix up one of our programs, uh, we'll fix it up ourselves and maybe make some income out of it or might fix it up and put it in our collection. You never know. Uh, but definitely, if you, if you have a need to donate anything automotive-related, we're happy to be the first person that you think of. So I was beating up one of your people because they posted about the garage sale. So I emailed them back. I said, hey, show me some pictures of the stuff you got. <laughs> and she says, we got an awful lot of stuff that would take an awful lot of work. And I said, okay, but I'm thinking if you, if you, you know, cause I know you have a massive email blast. You never know if you're teasing people with some pretty unique items. And I'm sure you have some very nice stuff down there. Cause I think this, as far as I know, this is the first time the museum's ever done this, hasn't it? Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. Uh, I think they tried it once so that it was just with the magazines and, and, and books. Only, uh, I don't yeah. think they marketed it at all. Uh, yeah. To be honest with you, but um, the, this one here, it, it's you know we have some stuff. We're clearing out um, our storage rooms and and making sure that our archives are taken care of, right? Cataloged in the right way. All right. Well, hey, the fun, the show's okay. over, buddy. Uh, hey, go get me a two go get me a two X Steve McQueen shirt, and I'll pay you. <laughs> all right. All right, folks, check out the Automotive Museum. And thank you, Attorney King, for all your support. Lenny, you're the best. Thanks for hanging in. Folks, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, you ought to know. FM 961, AM 1170, the answer. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.